everybody and welcome back to another episode of Witchy Wellness Radio. Again, I am your host Lauren Chalantani and this is the show you learn how your body and emotions, they are not in the way, they are leading the way. And today we're talking with Andrea Gondelman. She is a writer, speaker, entrepreneur who specializes in expansive leadership, helping individuals and organizations unlock the potential through openness. Through her deep and varied background, from practicing law to tech startups, diversity initiatives to energy work, Andrea has come to embody an inspiring and unique kind of alchemy, fluidity, transitioning the worlds between business and spiritual world. Her strength derives from the intersection of these forces and allows her to bring a unique energy of mindfulness forged with a keen business acumen to her work and to those around her. So today we're going to be talking all those things, finding purpose, cultivating spirituality, and even just being real with yourself, climbing that emotional ladder as an entrepreneur, as somebody maybe just on your growth journey. How do you make that jump or maybe not jump from total emotional dark night of the soul to really liberating yourself? That alchemy that she mentioned in her bio. I'm so excited Andrea, to have you on the show today. Welcome. Thank you so much. You're very um, welcome. Yeah, thank you so much. It's so exciting. Yeah, I'm excited to dive into all of these and whatever spirit has us talk about today. But before we do, yep. very diverse background. I can feel it in your energy, the focus, the tech, the law, the, that logical focus part, but bringing in the alchemy, alchemizing the energy, the spiritual work. Give us maybe a synopsis of your own spiritual journey of how you went from that to now combining both of those worlds together to help other people. Oh, I love the question. Thank you. No one has yeah. I, My grandmother was very woo-woo for Chile at the time. She was a Buddhist. She's, we're Jewish, but she came, she like come from the Kabbalistic perspective, Kabbalistic kind of like education. Her father was a rabbi. And the grandfather was one of my grandmothers from Greece. So like very, but she went Buddhist and she followed the different like spiritual teachers at the time. This was like in Chile in the 80s. This was very unusual. <laughs> so definitely it comes from her that, that started. She I would have pamphlets to read about meditation, transcendental meditation. I would go to see guru, whatever, that visited Chile. I don't know. It was, she was a part of a very small group of people, very small. So that kind of like already opened up. And I think there's a spiritual part in Judaism that the the Kabbalah is definitely so definitely it was that's a part you can explore. Okay, you have permission to there's Buddhism, but even I didn't explore that much, but I knew that was there. Especially because in my family there was no religion whatsoever. My mother had was raised in communist Romania. There was no religion. And she when she moved to Chile and to Argentina, but there was no spirituality there. Zero. Completely nothing. Having this grandmother from this, but there was a lot of my mother didn't have spirituality, but they have a lot of superstition. So they would like, we're Jew, Jewish, and they would pray to the Virgin. They would do visit witches. There were always witches involved. Like, there was like a witch, especially my aunt, my mother's sister, the husband left her. And she even brought a witch to live in her house. So that's like my encounter with. At the very early age, it was like that, very esoteric, but like very strange. And then fast forward many years, I did 
I was not involved with any spiritual thing. I was like, low, as you say, I was like, very dry. And then I moved to New Mexico in 2006. And it was in New Mexico. <laughs> there was this thing also, this, this energy everywhere between the Native Americans, the crypto Jews, the like everything is like the same Kabbalistic thing. There were like meetings, there were hot springs, there were, and, and that's where I reconnected with my spiritual aspect somehow. But it wasn't until I think until and, and because of that work I was able to quit being a lawyer and change it was super hard for me to quit being a lawyer because it was like a great profession. I had recognition, I had but it, I didn't love it and I had a hard time and I did it. And then I had to like embrace this new uncertainty of what was I gonna do. All that started me on the journey, but I can go more and more in the details, but I don't know if that answered your question. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. And I, I I love hearing people's the origin story. It's almost the heroine's hero's journey because you see, you can see the breadcrumbs along yeah, the way now. Yeah, maybe at the, while you're in it, you don't. And so people listening can start to maybe see, hear and see in their own stories these breadcrumbs and t- starting to tie them together. And I find so many of us, myself included, you included, a lot of the listeners, we're on this journey of remembering spiritual journey, healing journey, whatever you call it. And then we find ourselves wanting to give back. You just feel so good. And there's this this shift in so many of us. And I know that that's what you help people with. It's like, okay, how do we process this change? Like you said, being okay with this unknown and creating this new reality. So if somebody's on their journey and they're thinking about, or maybe already have a business and they're feeling stuck, because that's a whole spiritual journey in itself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my it's a huge feel I understand how much it is. Yes. yes. So where to start there? So if you if we yeah, feel like so yeah. I think that I think acknowledging that there's two theories and then there's two school of thoughts and I don't know which one is right or which one is not, but there's a school of thought we don't have to suffer. There's no need to suffer and the people that are really enlightened they don't suffer anymore. They figure that out. Now Obviously, I'm not there, not even close. So I suffer once in a while. But when I suffer, and it is because, for example, that time was because I didn't like being a lawyer. It was suffering all the times. So I hated it, but I didn't know what else to do. It was so hard to make a decision, agonizing on the decision, the whole thing, right? Or your business is not growing the way that you want it and you don't know what to do or you lost that team member. There's like a thousand things that go and you're like, I'm screwed. I'm like, this is over. It's not going nowhere. Or you don't know what to move. What is your next move? What to next? You feel hopeless. That's the word, right? When you feel hopeless, that's, it's a really bad vibration to be in, to be honest. Like I am not very often in that vibration anymore. Sometimes I am. I'm not very often, but sometimes I am. So I just want to make sure. And there's also things in between of being like hopeless and in between of, but I would say that one of the things that really worked for me is to acknowledge what I'm feeling. Everybody says that and I think, but go all in, to really go all in, in the desperation, depression, 
frustration I have to like many times it's to cry it out, have a temper tantrum, like really like to be like, you know what, it is how it is. And what am I gonna do today? Yeah, that's the only thing you can do is what am I gonna do today? What am I gonna do today? Yeah. And so instead of fighting, we wanna we normally want to we spend so much energy fighting the feeling that is coming to us and we don't wanna feel it. And so much energy spent in that fighting the emotion when it would be a lot easier to just process it and, and move on and then something creative comes. Something creative always comes and that's what I call alchemy. And that's where you feel, oh my God, when it really happens, when you're like in the low and somehow you're like, you know what, fuck it, sorry, the, the word, but fuck it all, that's what it is. Um, I'm just like, okay, it is what it is and I'm going to punish myself. And then something, you liberate a lot of energy and that's where you become creative. I guess it's the, the reason that you're stuck is because you're not allowing creativity to go through. And the reason you're not allowing creativity is because you're using all your energy to like, block the feelings that you're feeling because you're uncomfortable feeling them yes that there's just no way out of it to than through and i think that's actually true it's a saying but i think it's a very true truthful saying yeah i agree i think and it we talked off air and this is what you were saying today was coming up for you it's like being real with what's coming up with yourself and not denying it not resisting it or numbing out whatever our behaviors are the fight or flight in us that gets us from not actually being present but the alchemization is just allowing and feeling it even for me if i'm just where does where am i feeling this in my body i don't have to name like oh this is anger whatever just feeling where it is in my body helps me be present and just allow that relief And it's not about jumping from hopelessness all the way up to joy and love at all. It's about just being present and real with who you are, what you're feeling. And the only way through it is is to go through it, the only way through. And I think, I know, of course, this is what's coming up for me this week. And I know all these things, but there's this huge part of me that I have the control aspect that I know that is part of my ego shadow self that I've had to be real with this week that I'm realizing that, wow, I'm still controlling my life and judging myself in these areas that I can't control. One of the biggest things I do when it comes to control is realize that I'm the only thing I can control. I am the only thing I can control and that helps me when I can surrender and believe that. Then how I approach the world, how I approach myself comes with more ease. But with, I guess, fellow control people, how, how would you help somebody work through that? Because it's, you start this business, right? Maybe you quit your job or you want to quit your job. And you're just like, I want to, I want the secret formula, but we know it doesn't work like that. It's not this checklist. So how would you help some, because I'm sure fellow listeners here can relate to this. How would we start to work through that energy to liberate it, to alchemize it into that creativity and that flow again? This, as with every new, when you're starting a business, it's very different. So we start yes. with business, there's this enthusiasm, right, that you have at the beginning, which is that carries you super much because you have such 
optimism is so important to have it. It's so crucial. So I would say for those that are starting something, they're probably going to be propelled by that and write it as much as possible because it's wonderful. You're gonna be a, there's going to be a moment that there will be crashes, but that is definitely something that 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 energy will like of the possibilities will take you. Now, when you get to a moment of the first crash, or even if you're like, you've been in doing this, been in business more, and you have have several disappointments, I think that there's a, it's just like, I ask a, a lot, I, I ask myself a lot, and I go to the hot springs, by the way, one of the things I do to recharge my life, I'm very fortunate, I live very close to hot springs, and I go a lot, oh my God, I go as much as I actually, I'm going to go, I went on Friday, I'm going to go next Friday, this is very helpful. No, next Friday, no, but I can go. Anyway, but I'm going to go this week because I need it. And it's so important for me. But the what what that makes you, I say the hot springs because it allows you to like completely re, uh, re, let go because the heat is so intense. You really have, your mind stops thinking for a minute. It's wonderful. And your mind stops thinking and then you get all these downloads and creativity because that's exactly it. The moment you like not putting energy in do in the energy, the energy you have all this energy for new ideas, creativity. It's amazing. That's why enlightened people are enlightened because they don't they don't have they don't waste energy in worrying and they know how to control the mind and they don't waste that energy anymore. So that's why they're always happy. It's just very it's very relatable. But the the thing is that it's too late. Like when you're hiking, it's just to put one foot in front of the other. So I normally tend to, when I'm in depressed mode or I don't, I'm not very motivated, but what I tend to do is I tend to put like, like videos or YouTube of spiritual speakers about manifestation and people that are very positive and, and gurus and spiritual people, right? So like what, what we're doing now, right? I try to put all, that material in the background of the, of, of what I'm doing. And then I start trying to take action, take action, meaning if I'm feeling anxious about my business, take action. What can I do now? Email more customers, email more, email more investor potentially, like it just that do the action. And so I feel that even though, so I put that and motivate myself, I just do it. A lot of times for the people to respond, it takes several days, which is fine because, but at that point, I'm just in the zone and feeling that at least what happens is, if you take action, even if you're not feeling like it, but you take some action, that action will result in somebody, maybe one person responds to you. You don't know, right? And that will lead to something else and open another door. The thing that you absolutely cannot do is stop moving. Okay, if you want to stop moving for a day, 100%, we all need a day, two days to recharge, but you just stop moving, even if you don't feel like it, even as an entrepreneur, if you don't feel like it, Give yourself a day, give yourself two days, totally fine. And that's it. And then you start moving no matter what. Because even if you're not sure what you're going to be doing and you're not passionate about that line of action, that action will bring some other action that will bring some clarity because action brings clarity, in my opinion, I do think. So how do you balance that? Because I understand that part. I'm really good at taking action. But that deeper inner work, that vibrational work underneath that, the shadow work maybe behind the anxious, anxiousness you're feeling, it can be anything like self-worth, imposter syndrome, 
all of these deeper things. How do you combine still taking the action and showing up and to tune in to, to do the healing work too? Yeah, I think everybody goes through stages and some people will take them longer to heal some things. Other people will not take them. I had to heal my father's death. It took me for years and years because I hated it. I never wanted to acknowledge it. And so I finally, 20 years later, I had to go through that process, which is crazy. But so everybody has their own demons and things they have to fight. Some people don't have anything to fight, which is wonderful. Like some people really had a great blessed life, nothing to, like really there are all sorts of people. And, but I think that I don't believe, I don't subscribe to the idea that you have to fight your issues and heal your issues to be able to like advance in your life. I don't agree with that. I actually don't. I think that you fight or you deal with the issue that is affecting your progress today. And that's the issue that you have to deal with today. It doesn't mean you have to fix your self-esteem problems because maybe your self-esteem problems also get fixed from the action and the results of your action. And it's a mix. Maybe you want to pardon someone and you have like grudges. That's okay. That maybe it's beneficial to just forgive people. But even if you don't forgive because you're not ready to forgive, just continue and don't think maybe you don't get to a level of you can forgive. You just don't. But the, the whole point is, I think, is to liberate energy. And that's what we're talking about. That's when we talk about like transmutation. That's what we talk about energy management. The whole point is to liberate energy that is stuck in this, in this kind of like thing that cannot be resolved in the past, in the future, in conflicts. All that energy is energy that if you don't spend it on those things, you normally can, is released and you get incredibly creative. This is, for me, that's exactly what happens. Like the moment that I don't have those things, I get really creative. It's hard when you, but, but it's hard when you don't, but it gets super, it's like an athlete. You become an athlete and you become as an entrepreneur. That. You just become better at you fall and you pick up yourself very fast. And the faster you can pick up, doesn't mean that you don't fall. You oh, you will fall and fall. You will get into depressive moods. You will lose hope. But hopefully these periods will last very, very, a very short time, right? Every time shorter and shorter until you get to be a light in which I haven't achieved yet. So I'll let you know what that happens. Yeah. So what you're saying is, let me know if this is, I got this. Yeah. Down. It's don't focus on the, the, the story you're telling yourself of why you're stuck in the past. Da, da, da. It's harnessing all of your energy from the past and the future, all of those energetic ties, emotional ties, egoic ties to bring it back to here right now. How do you feel right now? Feel what you're feeling and keep showing up in the, in the action sense, but vibrationally. As that entrepreneur, as that, that athlete, keep practicing that preparation work. I really think of myself as an athlete. Yeah. Like I, yeah. There's no other way of thinking of myself as an entrepreneur than an athlete. And I'm like, am I being a good athlete? When I am, and I ask myself, I'm like, would an athlete, would Michael Jordan do this? No, they probably won't. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? What they would do, they would like just pick up themselves and they would keep continuous practicing and continue. So, when I'm there, I continue, I just continue. I try to like what 
And yes, there should be a moment of like creativity, going to a hot springs, going for a hike and nature, all that you need all the time, for sure. And that's what energizes for the next day you take action, even if you're not feeling inspired. But you'll feel more inspired if you go to nature. If you... So definitely self-care. I do a lot of self-care. I do a lot of self-care. But I will not say that I have to have all my issues resolved for us, for me to advance. I think that like when you have more issues resolved, you just have more energy. It's obvious. Yeah. I, for me, you saying the hot springs, we go to do cold plunges and the cold tub. Yeah. And it's, and when you, the way you describe the hot springs is the same way, different temperature, but. (laughs) Well, it's a, it's very similar in the sense that you stop thinking because it's like a shock to your system. Yes. Uh, the hot springs allow you to dream more. For me, the cold plunges, which I do also, because I go to a hot to a river here all the time. I love the river. Uh, I've been doing the cold plunges like because I grew up in Chile with the ice waters all my life. So that's but the cold plunges for me are like antidepressant. So it's the different effect. One, the hot springs and the hot water, and they're they're when I want to dream again or when I feel like. Yeah, and then the cold plunges I use more as a energy, like anti, a natural antidepressant. I would say they're the best, the most effective antidepressant in in the world. I totally agree. It, it, to me, the cold anti thinking my mind and yeah. depressant oh, oh. and anxiety too, because yes. it just. Okay. Yes. When we live in Florida, so we don't have any natural cold oh. plunges, but we're driving north right now, and we were just in northern Georgia, and we went into a, a river. And it was, it's a lot different going into a, a natural body. So just yeah. feeling the water move around you. That's what I was able to use is that medita- meditative, just feeling the stream moving around me. But I find I'm going to have to do some hot water therapy. F- find that because I, it's interesting. You say it's more creative. You think it's because. I well, I hope one of my things that I'm offering actually that it's a hot spring. I'm going to do a hot spring. Uh, a hot spring coaching sessions in oh, December yeah. oh. because I find that like really to inspire the creativity the hot what is it in the hot springs is that you go in the hot and you can do the same thing with the cold by the way but you go in and and then you go out so you go in it's super hot you like almost lose consciousness consciousness you live like this I'm talking about this, the hot springs I go to are really hot. I, there's other hot springs that are like more lu- luxurious, but they're all amazing. But and then that you you get out and it's very hot, and then you just need your body like just needs to relax and you surrender. So the concept of surrender is like a mandatory concept of surrender. What I love the cold plunge and it gives me I'm exhilarated. My, the, the 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 effect it does on me is like I get so energized. I have energy. Like I could run a marathon after the cold plant with the hot spring. It's like you, the effect is surrender, complete surrender because you're like, you move because of the heat. But you're almost like in a state of like semi-consciousness. So you like, you know how the, the a lot of spiritual leaders talk about the alpha waves and beta waves, but it gives you that. That's exactly what it gives you. Like it gives you this dream type of like dreamy type of, of state of, of mind which allows you to be more things that are like not super logical come to you and like ideas and 
things that are really deep down inside of you that come in. Um, and sometimes nothing comes in, not always. Yeah. And but I have amazing downloads in the hot springs, amazingly. Uh, and when things don't come in, they're still coming in. That's what I know in my experience, even though if it's not direct download, I still know and I believe that when this yeah. practices, it's still doing what it needs to do. Yeah. It's still doing what it For me, when it really works, the morning when I'm like almost close to bliss is when I'm able to be in the hot springs and I start working on my sh- on my chakras and I start like opening them, but I pretty much open the head chakra, but when I'm really open is when I'm able to like really open like this and receive all the light from the universe on the top, but that happens very few times. It doesn't happen like always. I normally at the most I can open the third eye. I can open I can open but I cannot receive the light like, like all the receiving the light happens one once every four times or every three times I go. Not always. When that happens is incredible. Mm. Mm. So would obviously that's definitely a practice to help supercharge your business and your own career. Energy work is huge. We talked about taking action. What are some other practices people can use to help supercharge themselves in their businesses? I think it's really how business is energy. Business is energy, energy that you apply to either learning something you need to learn. Really what it is, what it is so important in business is to be, to understand what is the next step you have to take. Because you have always limited till you make it. And I have made it, but I never make it. Like, I have made it, but I never make it in terms of, yes, I always get to a next step, but I never make it. Like, it's not like a, as an entrepreneur, you make it if you sold a business or something like that, or you're like on autopilot and generate. I, I'm, I've been in moments of my business doing, generating a lot of revenue, but not enough to sell it. And then there's something that happened. And, but the, the important thing is to like understand what is your next move? What is exactly your next move with the resources you have available? And so for that, being centered, being grounded, being rested is super important. But at the same time, it's normal. We get anxious and we lose and we get nervous. And then that's when we like really block things from happening. That's why in those situations, I, I start doing. Because doing at least makes me like focus on the task and not on, on the anxiety. And that at least it unblocks. At least... I might not be inspired. I might be boring. Do it. Like I should send emails or like reach out to people, but at least I'm not like really blocking. And in those states, when you're not centered, you're not grounded, that you are anxious. I find a lot of the time there's so much free content with and books and podcasts about how, what to do in your business, how to, there's so many ways to build your business online. It can be overwhelming. Not only that, thinking about other people's opinions about you in terms of being your authentic self. So how, I know you help people with this. How do you cancel other people's opinions about you? How do you just be, I guess, the confident in who you really are? That's how I see it. I really think that it's about the path. So you have to like look at yourself and you say, am I in the path? For example, as an entrepreneur, I question this a lot. Would I want to work for somebody else? My, my answer is it's always, no, I actually don't want to work in a company. I don't want to work for anybody. Okay, so that's, okay, at least I'm in the right path of the entrepreneur, something, okay. 
Okay, check that. Do I give? Do I want to give up what I'm building? Within ninety percent of the time, I would like. Sometimes I have said ten percent. I have said, yeah, I would give it up. I would have considered giving it up. Ninety percent of the time, now almost like hundred percent of the time, I I don't. I don't want to like. Okay, so I want to give it up. Okay, that's okay. That's interesting to know. Is it ego that I don't want to give it up, or is it like whatever? You don't want to give it up because sometimes you like to finish what you started. And what is wrong with that? What is one? What is wrong with wanting to finish what you started? Now, what you started and the way you'll finish it might be completely different. You might finish something completely different from what you started, but that doesn't mean that you're not finishing what you started because you, in the journey, you have to change, you have to adapt, you have to write, but you're still in the journey of finishing what you started. You're still in pursuit of a goal. And I'm going to tell you one thing. I might suffer a lot of times in the pursuit of this goal. I also look at myself and I'm like, oh my God, I think a lot of people envy me because I have a goal. And and that goal is always there. Like I'm always, I always have a goal. And it's like, it's very empowering and youthful. The moment, the day I don't have a goal, I think I should worry. I should really worry. So... What is that? Dive into that more. The importance of the goal, the the vision, the the purpose. Like in my case, it started like my vision has changed so much. A lot of times, in my first business, my second, then I, it has changed so much. My first business was like a passion project. I did this community of Latinos, and it was super. I could have grown it. There was a lot of like could have. It grew a lot. I did huge events. But I didn't have money to, like, no one wanted to invest in an events business. And that's what it had become. It had a platform. Whatever. The point is that I could have grown that to a certain level. But at that point, I decided, I, I, an investor wanted to take it to another direction. And I decided I didn't want to do that. And I could have stayed with the business and bootstrap it again by myself. And I was tired of working alone. And I have found someone that wanted to help me create a, a technology product that wasn't the one I had created because that didn't work and companies didn't want to pay for it. So it's like, so the quest of, so I guess my first company started on a quest of connecting people. Whereas like the second company, I was like, how do, do I keep with the mission? But then I monetize. But the thing is, I'm going to tell you something that you lose a little bit of your soul every time that you try to do what the market needs because you started something for love and now you're all doing all these things because the market and what would the market want instead of what you want that was like super successful at the beginning was but it's so hard to write to like balance what the market wants what you want how do you price things like that whole combination of things is is very difficult and the people that get it right on all aspects that you create something that you love, that the consumers love, but also somebody wants to pay for it, all those things together. And someone wants to fund if you want to grow it. Because in my case, yeah, people like you need to also get fund. There's a lot of elements. The point is that the point is that you just keep it's an experiment after experiment. I think it is what it is that will take you to something and so that's my purpose and that's my I don't know I my purpose is that my creation reaches as many people as possible that's my purpose so whatever I'm creating I want it to reach as many people as possible that's always been my purpose 
So I don't know, that's my purpose, that whatever I created with technology, with anything, reaches people and people use it and it's helpful. And and then that I manifest myself as a as an entrepreneur. Maybe I had to suffer all that I suffered to get to the, you know, pinnacle of my career, to be able to do other things, right? Because I have other great projects on the queue that I would like to I feel I have to finish this. So I don't know. Everybody has their own mission. What is yours? What yeah. Is yours? I think it's really the tagline of the show is to help people realize that their body and their emotions, their energy life is not in the way it's all leading their way to their potential and their purpose. Like how to re the transmutation, the alchemization, that to me that's what leads me every day and that's what i have to do every single day over and over it's like the mission you do it for yourself like with the body yeah so so with my body so i would love to yeah breath work is huge always helps me i practice yoga for years and for me somatic practices of moving my body dancing shaking a lot and just cultivating actually right now when my kundalini is very active, when I have those kind of awakening experiences, I've translated that into my day-to-day practice. How does my body actually move? And that has really helped me. How do we connect to those energy centers, those chakras, like you mentioned when you're in the hot springs, through our movement, through our breath, and being comfortable and feeling safe in that power? So that's really how I see my purpose is like reconnecting to that, that feminine aspect of us all through our bodies, spiritual, spiritually, sometimes we just go outside of ourselves. But really, this body is my belief the most spiritual thing about us because we can yeah, feel I, I, I think that maybe that brings me back to the hot springs because one of the things yes. about the and the cold plunges, which is the same in the same I go naked. Or I go naked to a hot springs and I, even in the river here in Boulder, I go topless. In fact, there's a new law that they cannot, it's not illegal to go to, for a woman because it was like men can do it. So there was a, so now I don't even feel any guilt because like before they were like, would they take me to, would they arrest me? And am I doing something illegal? But now I'm like, I know it's legal. So I'm like, but that's my body. I'm very comfortable with my body. Of course, I want to be thinner. I'm always on a diet. I never lose weight. That's a problem I have. But but even then, when I, okay, I might not be as thin as I would like, and I would like to look better, whatever. I'm also very comfortable with my body, very. And I think, so that's interesting that you mentioned that. I don't know. It's a different way of looking at it. It is because even to, for me, acne on my face the judgment of coming but really that's your body helping you move energy through your body it can be physically it can be digestively and i think we just get so we use our bodies and emotions as an excuse to be on that story that loop of victimhood hopelessness blame whatever those vibrations we were talking about earlier of just take the action right don't get stuck in the past or the future we can do that with our body and our emotions and stuck in that loop but yeah. it's really the answer. It's what's calling you to do the alchemization. It's what's calling you to feel. Yes. And yes. The, uh, underneath it all is always the wisdom that I think like a pearl of wisdom or the, the diamond from yes. that pressure the becomes diamond. the diamond. What a great way of saying yeah. it. 
oh my god and so when i'm going through hell i'm waiting for the diamond because i know it's coming i know it's coming it's at the other side it's just that to go through shit to see that but it comes and it always comes and so i know that already that i've learned that whenever i'm going through hell there's something there's an upgrade happening yeah, like, and that's right yeah and my perception now is what if it might not have to take a week or a month or whatever what if you just were so present you didn't care about how long sometimes you can really surrender and have the realization that sometimes you can't but i think the next level for me is the time out of the equation time's out of the equation yeah time is a constraint yes but my only point is that movement is king movement is so important moving you say your body but i also say your business move your business move your business in any fucking direction that you want to move it but move it because not really because you don't know when you're going to meet the next person when you're going to find the next opportunity it really is about being in the right place at the right time is lack but preparation and lack are together is lack everybody says it's lack for entrepreneurs but at the same time you pull yourself in a situation of more probably is getting lucky. I guess that's what it is. Yes. Know? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's not funny. It's so aligned. My partner and I, he and I were talking about preparation this week. That for me is how do you be more confident? You prepare. He was an athlete. He talks about business so much as the athlete perspective. And of course you come on here and you're like, I'm vision. I, that's me. That's me. I mean, yeah. I mean we're yeah, we are. We're a long endurance thing. You win, you lose. Some athletes, playing teams, they lose all the time. They lose. And the which, uh, which athlete gets to the Olympics and which one gets, there's like very few people that like, and even then you lose. You go to Olympics and then you lose. And then you go to, so it's very similar. It's just a very, it's a lot of rejection. It's a lot of failure. The failure rate is, is 90% in an entrepreneur's case. Like 90% of the things will fail and 10% will succeed. I don't know. But that's the attitude because if you're going to be, you need to pick up yourself and just ignore, negative ignore. And then, yeah, and work on your, one of your internal motivations. And it's all about internal motivation. Yeah. Yes, yes. Thank you, Andrea, so much for coming on. I know I'm thinking it's the perfect way for us <laughs> to just wrap up and pretty well on top. We close the show the same way every week. How may we, the listeners, as a huge act of gratitude, be of service for you in return today, Andrea? I actually am going to share with you a quiz that I made. And that, if that's okay, so that you can share with your listeners. And it's a quiz about basically how ready you are to manifest. I love that. We'll include that in the show notes, everybody, for you. Yeah, who doesn't love a good quiz? I love taking a good personality quiz. Yeah, thank you so much, Andrea, for coming on today. It was such such a pleasure to just... The same for me was yeah. great.